Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Whether you're just wrapping up the night shift or on your way to start the day, we got what you need. Welcome to the morning shift. It's the most mid-team in history. A whole new way to start your day with nationally televised reporter Tiffany Blackman. Any pizza for me can be a personal. Can't wait. Former Falcons and Alabama offensive lineman Mike Johnson. I've had my butt shoot by Nick Saban a few times. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. And Atlanta sports radio guru Bo Morgan. You know who I am? I'm Squidbill. You tell him I'm coming! And hell's coming with me, you hear? It's a new experience. And a new take on a sports morning show. The morning shift is on. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Now, here's Tiffany, Mike, and Bo. Good morning. It is Friday here on the morning shift on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Mike, Bo, and Tiff here with you. Live here in the Kia studios. Good morning. Why are you? Good morning. We're supposed to look at each other when we talk. No, it's the way you did one of those look you up and down and is almost Mm, like like a a judgmental stare. Yeah, a tinge of disgust. Mm. Well, when you say things like you say to me before we go on the air, I maybe I am a little disgusted. Oh, whatever. You know what? I'm a real person. I have leg hair right now, (laughs) and I have not (laughs) tended to it. Because there's been a there. lot going on in my life. I love it. So, that is whatever. Not, but the way you said not it, Not everybody's go, perfect every day. What's going on, too? Well, you all right? I am. You said you got a lot going on. What's going on? No, now things will calm down. I had a lot, you know, from the move to the season to uh, now. So they, yeah. So we'll be, yeah, so I'll get my life together this weekend. I'll be refreshed, fully refreshed when I come in on Monday. Well, I, I enjoy yeah. Monday. Well, we be here, enjoy so. doing Monday I mean, show. <laughs> I'll be here Tuesday. <laughs> uh, Check those emails. It's not celebrating it's, my people on Monday. You guys, you see, you guys think, oh, but, oh, you know, Squids is judgmental and stuff. No, I ain't. But Tiffany gonna look at me as um, you hear a wider side. You tell him I'm coming. Hell's coming with me. And Timmy's like, yeah. I mean, I legit ain't shaved my legs in like two weeks. I mean, when the wind blows, <laughs> I feel it against my leg. I mean, and I and, and then she That's goes, what, why are you looking at me with disgust? Is that what she said? Yeah. No. Yeah, okay. dude. She goes, it's oh, like a man. That. It's like a man leg she when said, I look down. When the wind blows, I feel it. Yeah, like oh, I was like, oh my god, something on me. I'm like, oh yeah, I need to probably. Yeah. Uh, and then she's gonna try to call me out. Why are you looking in, all disgusted and stuff at me because you no you one, just said that. Look. I'm, I'm uh, never mind. I was going to try to be funny with it, but yeah. like I'm breaking stereotypes and the standards set for <laughs> by wearing old track pants and 
not shaving yeah. my legs. Bringing hairy legs Look, back. If you wanna, <laughs> if you wanna live into a, this this French s culture where you don't <laughs> shave your armpits and leg hair, that's totally up to you and whoever Look, is in a, your life. Uh, but I'll I, get around. I'll get around to the legs. I mean, I'm, what are you, just, what's going on, y'all? Y'all, you guys didn't race last night. So uh, I, oh man, I, was I did on my own. Yesterday was not a good. Hold you on were a second. making the TV rounds. Yeah, I was. I think, I think, I think the caller put a curse on me yesterday. Remember the caller that called in and said, "And Squid's having a bad day." Mm-hmm. Well, I did. After it, it all went downhill after this show, you think I got cursed? Yeah, I think yeah. so. What happened? Well. I uh, I've been I've had thermostat issues on my truck, and I had and, you know now these days that we live in, you have to order a part like a month out in advance. So t- uh, Tuesday, my my mechanic DJ up at uh, at Joe's uh, in Woodside says, "Hey man, got your part. You want let's schedule a day." So I said, well, "Let's do it Thursday right after the show." Hop in the truck right after the show, get in, don't even pay attention, just start pulling up the parking deck, and I look down and I got a little the little tire sensor light. Oh, left front tire. And it says 24 PSI. Ooh. Just keep going. That's what I Ooh. did. <laughs> I did. I went all the West Paces Ferry, got off, and we got to that gas station. You know they're going to try to charge you with Apple Pay 250 for to air? You for air. Yeah, that's crazy. Now, it's like unlimited air. Yeah. But 250 and um, and I go, oh, blank. So I get down the road, and it's going down by 2 PSI. So I pull off on Paces Ferry. I'm starting to fill it up again. And I see a little, uh, little white, little white, like a little, um, like little thread, little thread. Oh. And I go, I know. Put my hand back, and I go, mm, time to hit the AAA app. Mm. Mm. You want to change it yourself? Well, you better deep the, tease it. The jack that I have won't pop it all the way up. This my is truck. gonna be in your life of squid, right? Yeah, you're near. You're near. Yeah. Uh, There's death, um. It gets worse. Experience. It gets worse. So Ooh, we'll just leave it. To that. We'll just leave it at that. The fact that my day ended up with me on the side of the road at. 9.30 in the morning. Mike made the TV rounds. I'm not sure. If, are you going to do that mic'd up? Is that going to be No, it's Fair Foul Friday, Tiff. You'll be, Ooh, uh, you'll yeah, be ingratiated back into that. But, uh, yeah, I made the TV rounds. I did uh, four or four and a half Zoom interviews yesterday, a couple radio shots, man, just uh, my phones. Yeah, I'm one of them of wasn't, everybody. like, actually, like, live. It was more of a cut it up, put it on socials kind of thing. So Gotcha. Um, but, yeah, man, we, 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 we did the rounds. Everybody wanted to talk about saving. So, um yeah, it was a it was an event. I was gassed last night. I don't know why I get so gassed talking about it, but it was, it was last night I was day. exhausted. Yeah. If you uh, need a representation, call me. Huh, right. I got you. Let's uh, hit the front page. One, two, three. It's time to take a look at today's top headlines. This is the front page on the morning shift, brought to you by Central Park Credit Union, the official credit union of Georgia State University Athletics. What are those old timey things called? Where like, is it a scroll? You know, they drop the. Yeah. That's what I feel like I'm about to read when you talk about the list of candidates <laughs> <laughs> that the Falcons have reportedly requested uh, to interview. And so I'll rattle them off real fast. Lions OC Ben Johnson, Lions DC Aaron Glenn, 49ers DC Steve Wilkes, Ravens defensive line coach Anthony Weaver, Weaver, Ravens DC Mike McDonald. Bengals offensive coordinator Brian Callahan, Rams DC, Raheem Morris, Texans OC Bobby Slowick, and Panthers DC, uh, Ejiro, and I always end up Evero. Evero, thank Evero. you. Evero. Yeah. I, yes. You know it's funny? I couldn't say the first name. I messed up the second name, which I should not have, because I, I know him. I think he's a very good coach. I just don't want to say that, that um, name for the next 
however many seasons. So, guys, there's a lot. Uh, and, of course, of course, Bill Belichick um, as well is uh, – been linked to the Falcons in multiple reports, which, by the way, we will have Albert Breer from Sports Illustrated on here. Uh, shot the text yesterday. He's going to join us. So hopefully, he'll have some plenty of updates there. But this is a lengthy list. Yeah. Um, they're doing their due diligence, according to this list, of trying to you know, leave no stone unturned. And they're also um, being very diverse with this list as, as far as there are a— Blank talked about that. It was two a year ago um, or whatever, I think, to— um, to D-Led, to Orlando Ledbetter, about um, how the league kind of had failed that particular year uh, of bringing in diverse coaches or bringing in, yeah. And so hopefully, uh, maybe we'll see them actually back that up this year. Yeah, the whole Belichick thing is the one that's really overshadowing the rest of them. If um, It's 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 really funny that I'm hearing people talk about guys on this list and Certain, some guys are like, oh, yeah, why would you hire that guy? He's only got this or that. And then, you know, you talk about Belichick, and they're like, oh, no, but he's he's been around too long. Yeah. And the fact of the matter, Albert Breer, who you mentioned we'll have on at 820, his article, if you haven't read it, I I, uh, I, uh, I urge you to go read it because it's really good, pretty detailed about the last year there. The one thing that I will say is Belichick can still coach. Whoever hires Belichick – needs to hold him accountable for what he said at the end of the season where he said, hey, I'm open to changing. I can adapt. And what I mean by that is he cannot in any way be in charge of personnel. That is part of the reason the Patriots got to where they were. The personnel moves. Three things to me after reading that article. He made bad personnel moves, made bad coaching hires with the Matt Patricia, Joe Judge thing, which completely ruined um, – uh, Mac Jones, and the other thing I would say is, is he made moves personnel and coaching wise last year in that Albert Brewer article that you look, you'll back and look at, that were that that seemed desperate, that were he was desperate to prove a that he was still that dude and b he could do it out Tom Brady, and I think he still wanted to be in New England, so there was a lot of desperation moves that I, that I felt like he made in that building off that article. I'll be honest with you, man. Um, I've been very far away from the Bill Belichick train. I, I know this is going to sound like, crazy. Like, I haven't wanted him at all. Okay. And we talked about it, what was that, uh, I guess maybe Monday when Drew yeah. Butler was, uh, was was in here. We, we The whole first segment, it seemed like, of their show, it was like us arguing. But steak has started to get to me on this. And I'll explain it throughout the show today, but there is something a little more intriguing about Bill being here that I don't think anybody's really thinking about. Uh, and so we, we need to talk about that kind of throughout the show, and I'll sprinkle it in. But I'm starting to come around a little bit more to it. And I, I think, listen, there's three guys on this list other than Belichick I'd be great with, Raheem Morris, Bobby Sloak, and Ben Johnson. Um, and so I, I think that uh, when you look at it from that standpoint, I just think that, that I'm coming around to Bill a little bit. So we'll see how that kind of manifests mm-hmm. itself throughout the day. Not sure I am. Well, when you talk about best candidates available, this is a pretty – it's a pretty strong list of, it's, it, of qualified right, dudes for, for right. this position. Yeah, so. there's not really a wrong way to go no, with a lot I of these don't guys. There's one so. name missing that I know that this city um, really wants to see on it. We can, <laughs> what we are can, you going to say? Well, we, we can mention the name okay. uh, uh, when we come back from break, if you want. All right, well, let's do that. Let's also uh, talk about who's not going to be the coach at Alabama. And maybe we'll get a look ahead as to mm. who could mm. end up going there now that uh, one person has taken its name out of the running. Stay with us here on the morning show, morning shift on Sports Radio. 
92.9 The Game. <laughs> Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Good morning. Yeah! Back to more of the morning shift. With Tiffany, Mike, and Bo on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. This hour is brought to you by Morgan & Morgan Injured. Hire Morgan & Morgan, America's largest injury law firm. We are back here on the morning shift. And, yes, Nick Saban, he did do a big sit-down with Reese Davis uh, on ESPN. And he discussed why he decided to finally step away from the game. And we'll get to that in just a second. But um, that was our first time ever getting to hear him before um, after he released the statement through Alabama, um, saying that yeah. you know he loved it was a, it was a good program, sit down. So uh, I think he trusts Reese Davis uh, for a lot of different reasons. Um, so it was a good sit down, and he, I mean, he seemed comfortable, right? He seemed kind of at ease. He seemed, uh, you know, it's like he was um, he was just kind of explaining, but not really, you know, not really seemed like he was stressing over it. He was yeah. just kind of had this smirk about him the entire time. So well, here he is with Reese Davis on ESPN on why he chose to retire. No, I don't think there's any good time, especially when you're a coach, because once you're a coach, you think you're going to be a coach forever. But I actually thought that uh, in hiring coaches, uh, recruiting players, uh, that my age started to become a little bit of an issue. People wanted uh, assurances that I would be here for three years, five years, whatever, and that got harder and harder for me to be honest about. Yeah, I, I, I... I think it's it's true, and it stinks, honestly, because this is something that you don't deal with, uh, you know, obviously if you're an NFL coach and all that. But he just basically said, look, man, um, when it came time for coaches I was hiring or recruits I was trying to bring in or players that were already on the roster and asking how long are you going to be here, he said it got more and more and more difficult to actually be truthful with them and say it would be multiple years, right? So it was just – it's. Um, I, I thought he was extremely honest, and, and I can't even imagine how difficult some of those conversations must have been, honestly. Yeah, and hearing from Saban's a great way to start off our college football segment. It's time to talk college football on the morning shift. 
brought to you by Window Nation. Buy two windows, get two free. Visit windownation.com. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. So that was Nick Saban on why he chose to retire. Another big interview happened right here on Sports Radio 929 The Game, and that was with Georgia coach Kirby Smart. He joined the Steakhouse yesterday. Of course, him and Saban have some long history together, and he gave his thoughts on the retirement of one of the greatest coaches in college football. Uh, I mean, yeah, I know. I think a uh, little, little shocked when it came about, but, uh, you know, it's one of those things that. Uh, it's inevitable for all of us. We're going to, you know, all walk away. Sometimes you walk away on your own terms, and sometimes you don't. And I think it's pretty cool that he got to walk away, you know, on his own terms. Yeah. I, I, I think that uh, he was just – Kirby seemed like he was in such a good place with their relationship. And I know that that relationship probably had its ups and downs for a little bit. Uh, those are two alphas, obviously, at the top of their game and whose teams have butted up a number of times. But – you saw their conversation uh, both in the national championship last year and also the SEC championship this year of kind of Kirby having that appreciation, it seemed like, surrounding his relationship with Nick. Yeah, I think it was a lot better than people wanted to play 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 on about. I think people want to make things, you know, out to be what they – Speculative. Well, everyone – the fan bases don't like each other, so they wanted them to not like each other. In the rally of the situation, there was never – the respect matters more than anything else, and the respect that those two have. And why would either one of them be upset with the other at any point unless there was some – the only thing that I could have ever thought well, – you and I talked about this a while back – was the uh, the DB when Kirby left, the defensive back that ended up going. There was, a, there was a whole story surrounding that, too, about Kirby calling recruits and saying you're not that high on their board. I don't know if it's true or not. I, I, I honestly don't, but, but that was that was the whole thing that planted the seed for all of that. That would be Kirby doing nothing different than Nick probably did to someone I agree, else. I 100% and agree. so I think at the end of the day, you might be upset at first, but then you, you understand like he's just doing what he's got to do. I, I'll tell you this much about that situation before we move on. I told any Bama player that I knew that might have been upset or any Bama fan, I was like, if I got hired as a head coach at Bama and went back to my alma mater, please believe that if it was up to me to bring Bama to greatness, I'd be pulling every freaking string I had. So if you would want me to do that at Bama as a former player, don't get mad at Kirby for doing anything when he went to Georgia. I can just tell you that much. Yeah, and Kirby and Saban now, like Saban's gone, he's he's out. Kirby's kind of taken over that 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 spot as who's he's the top dog in college football. Right now, um, Dabo had it. At, Dabo would have been it five years ago, but he's slept, and now it's Kirby. So, I think Kirby's looking a little bit at what Nick is doing and saying that's going to be me. And what I mean by that is, we mentioned going out on his own terms. Kirby's going to do that. I don't think he'll. For I don't. Sure. I don't think he'll be seventy-one or two or however no. old he is. He'll. He won't be near that old, I don't think, because of the grind the game is now. But I agree. But Kirby sees that, and that's what he wants to go out as. We already know his voice carries a ton of weight. I think what I'm, what we're about to play for you, didn't you have this idea? Uh, was it you or was it Mike or Bo? Or We've, it? I talked to Randy about it a couple of weeks ago when I was like, you know, if we want to stop having the opt-outs, then sign these guys to contracts, right? Put it in their contract, their NIL contracts. So they're in a three-year contract, and they have to play in the bowl game. Now, I mean, that's just the bottom line. If you if you want them to play, and obviously the money's being thrown around now, then pay them some money that guarantees that they'll be a part of that bowl game because a lot of other people are making money on those bowl games. Kirby Smart on the Steakhouse gave his thoughts on that. 
that's really what you need to develop a player is you need two, um, maybe three years. And uh, I, I, when kids have been in our program two to three years and they don't see that they're going to have playing time, most of the time they're wanting to go somewhere else. And we're, we're comfortable with that because they haven't blossomed all the way to the point maybe they need to. But most of the ones that make the decision to go quickly – they make it all about immediate gratification. Right. And that's the part that's, that's, that's the toughest part is, is that makes it hard. It does feel like, in my opinion, I'm curious to get you guys' opinion on this too. It feels like development in football is just out the window. It seems like at all levels, right? Their transfers are, are a bigger part of high school ball than it's ever been. And the tenures of coaches at the NFL level are way shorter than they've ever been, right? You're not getting these leashes of four and five years. You get one, two, out. Maybe a little more. Uh, obviously, you know the different situation with Arthur Smith here with the with the salary cap. But some of these guys are just you're out, man. Like uh, you, you, your first year coaching, if you don't hit the ground running, it's like, hey, you got to go. So I think Kirby's words are pretty heavy at all levels of football. That development is just these guys think these they have uh, other. Uh, Nick Saban said it before. A lot of these guys think they have options, but really, if you want to be a good football player and you want to develop, you don't. You don't have a lot of options. You need to show up and work. That's your option. Yeah, and, and if you look at the development, we, we, we see defensive players seem to be more ready to play in the NFL out of college than, than offensive players, and there's a reason for that. These coaches, because there's no time to develop, they're controlling so much of the offensive game plan. I was reading an article, the one with Mac Jones and Albert, Albert Brewer wrote about you know, Belichick. That Mac Jones, is he's not re- he did, basically Josh McDaniels was reading defenses for him in the first year. Because and remember when Patrick Mahomes got to the NFL and he's in like he's won a Super Bowl he's going in he's won an MVP and he goes I'm just now figuring out how to read a defense the way I need to in an NFL level it's because every time they look over the sideline and all these boards are going up and there's all these signals going around they're reading the defense for the quarterback and changing plays for them because there is because they don't have these guys for very long not to mention. If they don't win immediately, they're gone. Yeah, well, the ironic the part portal, of that is that Brian Dable was his OC at Bama. So the portal's hindering development. I mean, that's. I mean, even if you're if you're a player yeah. and you stay and you do put in the work, but somebody comes in better than you, I know the whole thing is like, oh, well, outwork them. Well, some people are just more talented than right. you are. So I don't know how you I can stop that cycle um, in a way where, yeah, if I'm a guy busting my butt and then they bring in somebody else that's better than me, then yeah, I'm, I'm going to go somewhere else and bust my butt for somebody else. That's a great point because I think it works both ways yeah. to the point where if I'm a quarterback and I want to, you know, hey, three years, four years develop, and yet at the same time, my coaching staff is going out on the portal market and saying, hey, I'll pay this new quarterback a million five to come in. Like it, it's not giving on the flip side of it, they're not giving other, you know, the, some of the guys under them a chance to develop. So, it's a it's a it. it's a mess, man. It is an absolute mess right now. Um, I, I was really excited when when Coach Saban said with Reese Davis that he was going to remain part of college football and try to solve some of these issues. I think that's massive. I, I think that's no matter what you think about Saban, I think that's huge. I think also getting this is what I think the last year of the COVID year. So we won't. Hopefully, yeah. we will be a, after this year. We won't have. Uh, Casey Thompson going to Oklahoma to play his seventh year seventh of college football. Year. We'll be oh, and, and that'll help. That is that is that is help make this a bigger mess as well. That's doubled down on the mess that we have because guys are transferring. Uh, uh, what's the Dylan Gabriel is gonna? He's when he plays next year for Oregon, it'll be his third team in three years. He's essentially been a free agent in the last couple of years, Basically. and he's gonna play his sixth year next year if I'm not mistaken. So it's just all these 25, 26 year old quarterbacks. 
quarterbacks. Uh, yeah, let's you know, there, there's a lot of Chris Winkies in college football right now. <laughs> All right, when we come back, we told you there's another name on that list. I'll be honest, Bo's name that he brought up was not the name that I had it in mind. So we both got two different names that are not on this list that that I think that Falcons fans are looking at right now. Yeah. We'll discuss those on the other side as well as Bo already setting my TV's timeout to get my life together and detail the plan. I don't know what I'm going to come up with, but uh, that's next here. First plan, shave legs. (laughs) (laughs) Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Mornings on the game means more of the morning shift. Nice. (laughs) On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We're back here on the morning shift, and let's get back to talking about the Atlanta Falcons and their list of potential candidates. Bo, you had one that was not on the list that I read out earlier. I, I thought I was reading your mind, too, but then I wasn't. Looks like you don't know him as well as you think yeah, you do, Yeah, I guess Mike. I don't. I guess I don't. I'll take a backseat. <laughs> Tiff, be careful. He's got his hood up right now. Well, I think it's I think it's important for us to go through the actual list that's been put out of all the candidates for, okay. for you just tuning in, which would be Lions OC Ben Johnson, their DC Aaron Glenn, uh, 49ers defensive coordinator Steve Wilkes, Ravens D-line coach and associate head coach Anthony Weaver, Ravens DC Mike McDonald, uh, Bengals OC Brian Callahan, Rams DC Raheem Morris is the one that's been. Raheem. <laughs> I like, like, you leave Ra alone. On, you're like Raheem. Yeah, I like Ra. Mm. Um, big fan of his. Bobby Slowick, the Texans OC, a guy I'm a big fan of as well. And uh, is it Aisha Evero, I believe, would be the um, Panthers DC, along with the rumors of Bill Belichick. But one of the names that a lot of Falcons fans came to me with, and you know, I, I'm I'm torn on this. I'm not sure how I feel about this candidate because I think he's a phenomenal offensive coordinator, elite. But I, 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 Mike, we're talking about a head coach, and 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 everybody goes, he should call the place here. And I, and I remind people, remember, you all had a problem with uh, Arthur Smith being the play caller and the head coach, and we had a problem when Dan Quinn was being was the defensive play caller and the head coach, and everybody's told me it, we Who don't – Who is it? Hold on. I don't want a guy that does both. But that's why I question when fans tweet, text, come up to me and say, we need to get Todd Munkin, former Georgia OC, current Ravens OC, here. And yeah. he's a name that is not on this list, and they've already talked to the Ravens about the guys they want to interview. Now, the team's official statement is we're not going to release names of guys we're interviewing until after they've interviewed with us. They put that out yesterday. So this is these are all reports which let's just be let's just be honest that it's the guys that are reporting these names are very reliable and this is how it works cuz these agents release these guys' names yes. once they've inter, uh, been you requested. Want their names out there. Yes. Yeah. Everybody wants their name out. Absolutely. There. I, I the Speaking of interviews, uh, I think it's Michael Rothstein put it out on Twitter yesterday that, um, according to a source, the Falcons blocked Ryan Nielsen, the defense coordinator, from interviewing for the open Jaguars D.C. job down there with Doug Peterson. 
Um, and obviously a lot of people, I thought that's the name you were going with. I, a lot of people have pointed to Ryan Nielsen and could he step into that role? And it's, it's funny because you and I have talked about this. One of the things that drives me nuts when situations in football come up is nobody talks about relationships. Like a lot of times that it, it just seems like people will throw out puzzle pieces that, that do not fit together and just say, well, this is a dream thing. I was almost guilty of doing that. Like I was like, how awesome would it be if you got Belichick as a head coach and then Munkin has no C and you kept Nielsen on board? Just doesn't work like that though, right? Yeah, you have to have not. pieces that fit together, guys that run schemes and have the same beliefs as far as football go and things like that. So uh, Ryan Nielsen, I don't know if he would ever fit as a head coach, but to, to your point, I think a lot of people have started floating that name around as, as you know, obviously, obviously the Falcons value him and would like to keep him in Flowery Branch. So we'll see how that kind of all uh, all pays out. And not to go completely off topic, but I think the relationship part of it matters, but it's also while we're, we're in this run, while also while there are calls for diversity because you hang out with who you know, you hang out with people that look like you. And so you get in this whole big circle, and then that's how you see a lot of these coaches get repeating where no one's necessarily looking at the total skill set. It's, I'm going to hire my buddy. I'm going to hire my close friend. I'm going to get this guy in here that can't coach. <laughs> but we've been friends, and maybe he's been coaching in the league for 20 years. And and that's how you get into this this whole cycle. And look, you know. just matter, but you, at some point you got to put aside, hey, this is you're not good at this. You know this better than me because you grew up in this business uh, with a with a parent as a coach. But I've always, when I hear people say it, I feel like it gets simplified. Well, it's just my buddy. It's just this. I've always felt that part of what went into that was yes, it's your friend. But normally, normally, <laughs> when you're friends with someone, there's a really there's one thing that we forget about. That, at, that, that goes into it, and it's a trust factor. And you trust that person. And you'll overlook sometimes the shortcomings because you're tr- putting trust in someone because it's a big decision and it's a professional decision. It's com- you're and, comfortable. You yeah. You know, that, that's basically what it is at the end of the day. Because you know, you, well, But you know you can go to that person and say, I need you, we we are gonna get this guy, and you need to you need to bring this guy in to work with this guy to do it this way. And you know that that person will do it because there's a respect and a trust. I think that sometimes, we, because we're so hypersensitive with when when you're in these. We, we look. Well, let's go back to the era that that was before when we got here with the TD era. The last two to three years of personnel moves were done out of desperation, trying to keep your jobs. Right. I mean, let's just be honest. Uh, Thomas was signing players that he thought could get him. To win back in the playoffs, or maybe maybe get to that ultimate goal because you wanted to because you knew you were on the chopping block, so you're going to do things where you'll bring in a, the, the trust factor. And so a lot of these guys know that they're one misstep away from hearing the fan base say "fire everybody" or the owner yeah. saying "we're moving on." So you do things like that because that's why I think people get in this mindset of not wanting to take a risk with a new name. Um, and I think not even to say risk, but like not wanting to get out of their comfort, comfort yes, zone. Yes, perceived risk. Yeah, that's that is uh, what it comes down to. A lot of it uh, at the end of the day. So just some more food for thought there. Let's hit a TB's timeout. Now listen up. Now let's take a look at what's going on in Tiffany's world. This ain't funny. With TB's timeout on the morning shift. Brought to you by MaximumCashHomeBuyers.com. Fair cash offers for as-is homes. Don't waste your time with repairs. Call 678-902-2000.
I don't know what you want from me, Bo. I made it in here today. I was coming in hot. You 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 I'm just wearing, made it in here. I'm not, you almost missed a handoff. I've gone off the rails twice, maybe three times already throughout the show. And I'm wearing track pants. Well, not track pants. They're soccer warm-up pants. The Adidas ones with, with the three stripes on the side. And, yeah, I haven't shaved my legs in probably, like, feels like two years. But so, it's only been a couple yeah, weeks. No, you're, that's disgusting. It's been a couple weeks. Yeah, it's really, no. It's I double insulated. This, this double standard. You uh, shave your legs let's, every day. Um, Let's let's dive in. This is your first off weekend in a while. Yeah, I mean, I won't count like yes, I had the Christmas weekend going into it all. Right, yeah, I was still the, in. But yeah, officially, like weekend. yes. Um, what's the game plan? Right? Are we are we shaving our legs? Are we are we are we doing laundry? <laughs> like what are we what are we doing? Are we finishing the move in? What is Does the dog gonna, need to be groomed? Uh, what are we doing here? I am I am getting the TV mounted today. Okay, who's doing that? I got a guy that I've used every time made a lot of money off me because I uh, move a lot. So I'm <laughs> um, hoping to get that discount. But, you know, now everyone's got a business to run. <laughs> so um, so get the TV taken care of today. I'm going to cook for my survival. I'm going to make a vegetable soup. Going to make some MREs. So I'm hoping, <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping <laughs> to get that done today and then do nothing. I don't have any plans this evening. No one's popped off in the group chat, t- chats that I have going. My social group chats. Right. The ones uh, that you actually can read I just, sometimes to. I, sometimes I don't answer those either. So. I should make a suggestion though. I think that one of your issues might be not going out on the weekends, but going out during the week. So you should go out on the weekend. I don't go out. I haven't gone out in the, during the week in quite some time. Thank you very much. Okay. Unless it's been butted up with me flying out the next morning, which also is probably not a great idea either. I was gonna say. But I have I'm not drinking. That's aggressive. So. Oh, is it dry January? Um, I wouldn't even just call that. I think it's I think it's a lifestyle change. Who was oh. it? Who was it that said to me? It might have been one of you guys that said, "If you got to like detail a whole month where you're not going to drink, you might have an issue with drinking." <laughs> uh, well, I, I, that's the I don't think I, you that's do. That's why she wants to do a lifestyle change. I don't think I just, you do. I just don't think it. It's not bringing helps any value. Any, yeah, it does not yeah. bring any value. It brings it brings your bill up, and it doesn't bring any value. Well, it brings value. Like, to how I feel. More, that makes me more social. That's. Me too. Like you would Me need, too. I would need like two or Unless three. I'm but irritated. I'm already social. I mean, I say I hate Are people, you? but when I go out, I, I, you know, I sell it. Do you think drinking makes you more loving or hateful? Definitely makes um, her more hateful. It gotta be. No, I, I would say the opposite. You no. think so? Yeah. No, I'd be probably. I probably am a bit nicer. I guess. I don't know. Wow, we got. Hey, Dylan. Um, Dylan. I guess that's not for her to answer. Let's talk to her friends. Dylan, can we get a? Can we get like a wine cooler in here? You know what? For the show. Anyway, make Stephanie nicer. Plan. So that's. And I think I'm gonna try to do nothing this week. I got lunch with a couple girlfriends. Oh, don't do nothing. You got. You seem like you got stuff to do. Yeah, unpack. Maybe do some laundry. Shave your legs. Those kind of things. You're gonna have a lock-in. A personal lock-in outside of my my apartment. Yeah. I say that. Ha, uh, we need to update. You bought the the two hundred and fifty dollar Vitamix, right? Oh, I did. Yeah, I got that. Have yeah. You, have you made the uh, the butternut um, <laughs> squash butternut squash? Soup I don't care like, what anybody out there says. You were swearing that you were going to make that soup. That was what eight months it ago. It is. It is soup season. Isn't it supposed to be really cold next week? I think it is. That's what yeah. someone told me. On yeah, the it's been real warm this so, week. So yeah, because the rain's coming in today. So, oh, is it? Yes. Great. I look at the weather all the time because when you have an animal, I don't know about you guys, but I, I'm like, okay, can I run them out now? I have to walk, like all this stuff. So I look at the weather apps all the time. But, uh, yes, I'm going to attempt to make, I might make that soup. Actually, I'm going to make a white bean hummus. Ugh. <laughs> Why would you do that to yourself? Because it's roasted <laughs> garlic. It's 
uh, bell peppers. I don't know what reaction you were it's looking good. for, but I don't think you got it in this room. No, no. She kind of like was waiting for like a round of applause, and I we really all kind of looked at her like, "What I is knew that?" Y'all were gonna be like, "What butternut squash, white <laughs> yeah. bean hummus?" If you're trying to eat, get more veggies, eat better. You know, that whole if you thing. thought you were gonna say less you. processed stuff, if you thought if you thought you were gonna look at me and say you were gonna make a white bean hummus soup and you were gonna get a good reaction, <laughs> I don't know if you know. What are you you're talking t- about? Hummus is not a soup. It's not a soup. Oh, I can't well. have chickpeas. That's a whole other story. <sighs> I don't know. I ugh. I mean, I oh, everything you've just what? said kind of made me. Have you fired up the egg yet? By the way, speaking of uh, yeah, I cooked a, and- I cooked a um well a flank steak on it for the when that night that uh, Bama Michigan the semifinal night yeah. Yeah. It was good? Um, Get the yeah. temperature up quick? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I think um, I think that I am going to – There's. I'm going to do one of two things this weekend. I'm, gonna make chi- I'm either going to make chili or I'm going to uh, fire up the egg, do a tomahawk, and then do some, like, grilled chicken and stuff that I got from Omaha Steak. Uh, my, are, you, my meat are, box. are you plugging your what thing is, in my segment? Yeah. Why, why, why can't this man just do a normal steak? Why does he always have to come on here oh, and say, do a tomahawk? Like – Let's just. Can you just do like a strip or a ribeye? Yeah. Why does that have to be a freaking tomahawk well, or a porterhouse? A, a tomahawk is a ribeye. Into my, I, I know. That's my, my point. That's my point. Um. Well, because that's what I like. Don't bring your sponsors into my segment. My sponsor. Also, take your hood off. You look like a doofus. <clears throat> Turn your hat around yeah. by uh, frontwards. Look, we'll all right, work on our, uh, our shortfalls. Maybe here. my ears are cold. Is that all right with you? That's interesting. Okay. Well. I mean, uh, if I had the insulation that Tiffany's legs do, I'd be pretty good right now. But my my ears are cold. <laughs> well, I might need to place this uh, call because that was uh, this hour brought to you by Morgan and Morgan injured. <laughs> I heard Morgan and Morgan. Somebody's about to get injured. Largest in here. injury law firm. You might want to get that number up on your phone, Bo Morgan. All right, we'll be right back here on the morning shift on Sports Radio ninety two nine The Game. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.